one of the things that I have fun doing when I'm working with folks is challenge them to come up with what really the core purpose would be or is of an agency if it were helping the world work better. So for example, I always talk about if the IRS understood that its core purpose really was increasing the capacity to produce wealth in yourself and your community, we'd have plenty of money for taxes. But instead, you know, it goes works a different way. But the SEC, I've often said that I really thought its work ought to be driving transparency in all transactions and building investment literacy, which you just spoke to. And that if it understood that was its work, then a lot of the challenges that we have about being able to be fooled, and of course the internet's helping us with that. But that felt to me like it's closer to what the SEC's work should be. I really, I really love that. Um, I, when I was at Portfolio 21, my, my co-worker Jim Madden, who's the senior portfolio manager there, and I used to talk about shareholder activism and his position, which I, I, I really, I really adopted, was it's all about transparency. It's all about getting companies to tell us what they're doing in clear and complete language with all the information that we need to, to understand. And the only, the only thing I would add on to what, I guess if we think about the SEC's job is transparency. I really like that. There's something else about um, literacy and education in individuals. Something about people's openness to that transparency. And I don't know what we do about that. Um, luckily, I don't. We don't have to figure that out right now. But but there is this, you know, political pressure to narrow narrow the, the scope of influence so that you have just this little tiny vocal or voting public and everyone else can just be ignorant. Much easier to run an election and do things if you just have a few people to control. So how do we, you know, sort of the idea that if, if, ever, if all the information is there and available, what's going to make people care to look at it? And again, I, we don't need to answer that. No, but it's, right it's in the territory that I think is important too. So let me ask just a couple of last questions here. One is, uh, when you look at the a range of kind of investors that there are, you clearly have a focus. And I wonder if you could articulate that so that people would know they should come find you because it is something that you really feel like you're good at helping people out, you have a track record of doing so. And then add to that, how would they find you? Okay. Um. Deborah Fries and Meg Wheatley wrote a book recently, a few years ago, called Walk Out, Walk On. I like working with people who are ready to walk out and walk on. People who are, who are really interested in questioning assumptions and taking a step that is outside the conventional path who are brave and who are curious and a little bit feisty and who really enjoy um, poking around and figuring things out and turning over stones and finding what's underneath and who have, want to have fun doing it. The greatest compliment that's ever been paid to me was at the end of a two-day 
session with a woman who came in kicking and screaming because she did not care and didn't want to learn and wanted to get it over with and let's just do it in two days and get it all done and be done with it and I don't have to worry about it. She finished the day, we finished our work together and she said, this is going to be really fun. That to me is fantastic. And I seem to be working with women. And I'm not, I don't think that's an accident. I think women, women just, the feminine, um, there's a there's a an ability, a willingness to, to think holistically, to think about contradiction and to balance things and to be somewhat pushy, not pushy, I don't want to use that word, to be to be aggressive and to be to be independent. And so I do. I do seem I do find that I work well. I do I definitely work well with women and, and women are primarily who I who my clients are. And how would someone find you? What's oh. the name of your company, your website, your email, all of that kind of stuff? Right. So I uh, have a website called lesliechristianfinancial.com. And I have an email address, which is leslie at lesliechristianfinancial.com. On my website, I have information about myself. And I do have a blog, which I write periodically. And I have a sign-up opportunity for a newsletter that I do once every couple of months. And I encourage people who are interested in getting to know me to sign up for my newsletter, take a look at my blogs. And uh, my contact information, as I say, is, is also on the, the website, Leslie Christian Financial. I would like to encourage people to go sign up for your newsletter. I enjoy it. And one of the reasons I do is first you can see the movement in your own thinking. I mean, you're very transparent about how you're thinking about things. But you also educate people about how things work. And you, a recent one you did around language was just fascinating. I, mean, I got very engaged about how language actually frames how we're thinking about the world. So it's not just financial advice you get in that <laughs> newsletter. It's how you think about how the world works and so I hope people will go sign up for that and I've greatly enjoyed having you with me today thank you for taking the time and um, good luck thank you so much Carol this was this was great thank you